Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 2 the podcast where I say it's okay to not be okay. I'm Johnny Seifert and every week I'm joined by one very special guest. Yes, this is the podcast where I talk to celebrities over Zoom about mental health. So open up the conversation so that you can go, do you know what? Yes, I might need help. Or yes, there is something that's going on in my life and I need to sort it out. As we come out of the pandemic, it's really important that we open up these conversations because we all have been in this weird place where we can say we're not okay. But now we're supposed to just be back to normal and that is not the case. My guest this year was, it was in 2014 when he returned to the expat a year after his brother's passing and he spoke about his mental health. Now, let me just remind you that at that time, Love Island was only just beginning, and mental health really wasn't a topic that we were being spoken about amongst reality stars. He's one of the nicest guys I've got to know over the past few years. He's a singer, a reality star, and a schmoozer. And I'm delighted to say he joins me on Security Insecure today. Hello, Jake Quickenden. Hello. I, I, I wish that schmoozer was number one. If schmoozer, reality star, and singer, that would be nicer. So now you want to be known, you want to be known less for your singing, yeah, everything else you do now. Are you over the singing now? Have you done it? Got the future. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not over it. I just think everyone else is, Johnny. <laughs> well, I'm not. I saw this into your music. I like your. No. I, like your I saw you at Tottenham Court Road, and you did an amazing cover, of "Kings of Leon," "Sex on Fire," and trust me, all the girls were on fire when that, that gig. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, that that's my uh, go-to karaoke song. So I added it to the uh, to the set list, and it. It does go down well. Well, it, it makes a change for me just singing love songs. So it was something that I could actually sing that people can dance to. Well, this is the problem, though, because you don't just sing it. You decide you have to take your clothes off for it as well. You can't keep your clothes on when you do that song. I can't keep my clothes on at all, to be honest. I'm surprised I'm not sat here with my top on. Well, thank God. Thank God no one needs to see that. The reason I wanted to get you on the show is I love that you are basically a definition of what it means to be a man today. You wear your heart on your sleeve and you showcase what being a man is. It's not about being an alpha lad, going to the pub, drinking, football, lads, 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 lads. You actually show, do you know what? We have got feelings and yeah. we're not always okay. 100%. Like, I've grown up um, around alpha lads. Um, I was a bricklayer. I've grown up playing football. 
And I think like you said, in 2014, when I kind of came into this industry, mental health wasn't really spoken about at all. Not only men, but also women. Nobody really spoke about it as a, as a topic. And I just feel like it's so important because you can be the most confident person, the most loud person, but you can't see mental health. It's something you can't tell if anyone's got. Anyone could be struggling. Um, and I just thought as, as part of me kind of building up a bit of a profile, yeah, I can show the, the nice things that I do and all that, but it just gets a bit boring. Um, I'd rather show the real side of life and not everything is amazing all the time and we all go through struggles and we, we all have these down days. And I like to let people know that it's actually all right to have a down day. Like, it's all right to struggle. It's all right to talk about it. And especially as a man, like, if I can help some young lads 15, 16 at school, they may be going through it and they think they've got to have this strong upper lip and, and kind of be a man about it, if you will. You don't. You can open up. You can have feelings. You can cry. You can have anxiety. You can suffer. And it doesn't make you any less of a man. If anything, it makes you stronger because you're willing to talk about it. And by talking about it, it means you might actually help someone else about it. And that's the thing. And you did that perfectly back in the X Factor rehearsal room. Now, we now talk about reality stars and we kind of say, look, there are dangers with social media. There's dangers when it comes to fame. Think about your mental health. Back then, that wasn't a conversation that was being had, and yet you were chasing that fame. Looking back now at that time, and I'm, I'm going back to the X Factor and just post your brother passing, if that's okay. How yeah. was your mental health, and were you warned about this is what the effect could be being famous, and do you regret being famous? You, you always get the, the, all the psych tests, and you have a talk, and, and you're made aware that not everyone's going to like you, and you could get comments about, you as a person and you could get the hate and the trolls coming out but you never really expect it to be like it is and obviously yeah my brother had passed and I, I wanted to do something worthwhile and for me it was never really about the fame what it was about is my dad used to say if you find something that you love doing you'll never work a day in your life and for me I loved music I, I wanted to be a footballer I was never good enough so I enjoyed music and I just took a chance with the X Factor and and then after the X Factor, all these amazing opportunities came and, and I was like, I'd be so stupid to turn this down. Like, what a very lucky position I, I'm in. Um, and I'm just so grateful that I took all those opportunities because it's changed my life. Um, and yeah, the, the fame side of things, I, I, I don't even like the word fame, to be honest. I don't like the word celebrity or famous because everybody is the same nobody is better than anyone just because you're on tv it's just a job so when you get people saying oh god you're so desperate to be famous or stay relevant it's nothing to do with staying famous or staying relevant what it is to do is is to work and do something that you enjoy doing and that's why i'll always take every single opportunity and i think when you have been through hard times or tragedy, you tend to look at life in a different way. One positive I talk, if you can find a positive in losing anyone close to you, is you've just got to live your life to the fullest because you never ever know when it's going to end. And any opportunity that comes my way, I take it because I'd be stupid not to. And it's changed my life. And I've got a, a little boy now. And, and the way I look at things is so different. Like, everything I do now is to just provide. I'm really happy with how my life is and what I do. And if more opportunities come my way, then 
perfect. I'll take him with both hands and I'll crack on like I always do. You spoke about how you've got a little son now. How are you going to change as a father compared to what your father was like with you in the world that we now live in? When my dad was alive, there was no mental health, really. There was no social media. If I'm half the dad that my dad was, then I'll be doing a great job, you know? There's just a few more added pressures now with, with social media and, and all that kind of stuff to, to protect Leo. And I do put him on my social media and I feel like I shouldn't have to worry about being trolled for having my son on my social media. It's not something that you should expect. And people that do troll or have, have something to say about a baby, they're just, they need the help. They're the ones that maybe need a, a, an arm around them and somebody to ask them if they're all right, because they must be really struggling and in a dark place to do that. So for me, it's just about letting Leo and Freddie, my stepson, like know that whatever they want to do, whatever choices they make, I'll be there to support them and they can do whatever they want. They can express themselves in whatever way they want and they can be whoever they want to be and I'll never judge them for that and I'll never ever stop them from doing something that they want to do as long as it's safe and I can kind of protect them in a way. Well, that's the interesting thing. You can express yourself any way you want. Being a brick player and being in the football industry growing up, that laddism was coming out there. You know, we always have those stereotypes of bricklayers who are like, way, wolf whistle, girls. You yeah. Know? How did you fit into that, though? Because you strike me as someone who kind of veered off. You were great at what you do, but your personality didn't match those around you. Yeah, the thing is, I, I can kind of fit into any situation. So when I was a brickie, I could get involved in all that banter. Like for me, having banter with the lads is the best thing in the world and we can all take the, the, the mick out of each other and have a laugh. Um, there's a fine line between doing that and then actually being really horrible about someone. So when I was a brickie, I, 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 used, to get, I used to get the mick taken out of me because of my hair and I had my earrings in and I was a pretty boy. But it was fun and I took it on the chin and I gave it back even worse. So I managed to do that and the footy, the footy banter and stuff like that, I've always been around it and I love it and I enjoy it. But it doesn't mean you can't be a lad's lad, but also have feelings and also kind of question certain people's actions. Like that's what we should be doing. We should be questioning how people are. Like if one of my mates was to troll a baby, then I would be the first person to say, mate, are you, are you having a laugh? Like, what are you doing? Like, that's pathetic. It's actually embarrassing. So you can have it both ways. You can be a lad's lad if you must, and you can also not be a lad's lad, and it's fine. There's no judgment. Just because I can have a laugh, I'm not afraid to cry. I think it's a great thing. I think people automatically assume, because I walk around my top off and all this, like, I'm super confident or super cocky about everything. As a person, I can be quite self-conscious. I go in the gym as much as, I'm, as much as I can at the minute with having Leo. And I do that for myself and my own mental health. And that's, that's something that's changed. Like, I'm not worrying so much about looking good for other people now. It's more about feeling good for yourself. And it took me a lot of time to realise that. You can never please everyone. But as long as you're pleasing yourself, my main thing that I changed, I think, is my Instagram and how I came across as a person on there. because. I used to show the good in everything and everything was like my top off posing. And I think from the outside, if you didn't know me, you'd probably think I was a bit of a bellend. So I changed it up and I wanted to show the real me and show 
me having a laugh and not taking myself too seriously and stuff like that. And I think that really helped me as well because I was being true to myself rather than kind of lying on social media and pretending everything's perfect. Being real, I got a lot more people asking me questions and respecting the fact that I talked about mental health and respecting the fact that I'd show if I was struggling. And that actually helped me as well. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at MintMobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. What was that process likely though, Jake? Because it's like therapy. You can say that you need the help and you know that you're getting in a really bad way and you need to go to therapy. Then it's another thing of actually calling up a therapist and going, right, I need to have an appointment with you. And then it's another thing actually going to that first session and just speaking. So when you're doing it on social media and you've got a much bigger audience than just you and a therapist and you're speaking out those deep, dark feelings, was it a straightaway, I'm going to post it? Or did you have to draft it and keep coming back to it and go, I'm actually about to put this out for everyone to see, to scrutinize, to respect me. But if I'm now pulling it out, I'm actually admitting this is a problem that I've now been seeking help for. Whatever I do, I jump in at the deep end and I just go for it. And I think I've always lived my life like that. I just jump in and go with it. And, and it was the same as that when I started kind of admitting about the anxiety and about having panic attacks and stuff like that. I just bang it straight on there and, and see how it went down and I banged a video on about my hair transplant and I was just shocked at the response and the amount of lads that messaged me saying oh thank you so much for doing this and that made me think right I've made the right decision here like if 10 people 
scrutinize it, troll me for it. But if 1,000 people listen to it and take it in, and it might help two or three of them, then that's much more important to me than going over it and picking it with a fire and fine tooth comb. It comes across more, much more natural and much more raw if you just say it and do it, post it as, as you want, you know. Everything's changing, the world's changing, and I think as people we need to change, and I think we need to accept people and not judge people and be nice to people, and that's what's important, really. And it's also remembering how to communicate as we've come out of pandemic that for a year we've been locked away and not connected to anyone because there was a connection would be through Zoom or a quick telephone call. We've forgotten how to react and interact with people. Yeah, we have. We have. And, and, and that's why what we're doing with Thoughtful and Public Health England is so important. It's about staying connected, um, keeping people connected, even when we've been in lockdown. So whether it be via Zoom, via FaceTime, via text message, via the telephone by sending a nice card like just letting people know that even though you're out of sight out of sight you're not out of mind and you thought about and you are valuable and you and you're appreciated you know so it has been hard being in lockdown and communicating but i think we've we've done a pretty good job of it and i'm glad that all these mental health topics are coming up and we're talking about them much more and they're being taken much more serious well that's the thing and your research with portfolio you've mentioned who've done this research and it's thanks to them that we're hearing you Dick, on this podcast including skill this week is that they've said that 53 percent of us have worried about our friends or family's mental health over the past year and yeah that is a really interesting statistic that's half of us have cared and the other half haven't cared and i don't know if the other half have been thinking about themselves because i know certainly i thought well, my mental health has been bad, but why is no one checking in on me as much yeah. as I've been checking in on them? And I think there's a bit of a blurred line as to who's checking in on who. Yeah, I think, I think sometimes people might say that they have been worried, but they also don't want to send that message out and be a, be a kind of pest about it and be like, are you sure you're all right? Are you sure? Are you sure? Do you know what I mean? Like, so I know that my mum messages me and says, are you all right? And, and stuff like that. And, and it's just... It's just about getting the connection and the communication right because if you are suffering and you don't feel like somebody cares about you, don't, you don't feel somebody's out there thinking about you, they probably are, but sometimes they just find it hard to kind of communicate that with you. Um, so that's what this is all about. That's, this is about communicating properly and connecting properly. And if you are worried about someone, then get in touch. This is the thing because... Yeah, I keep coming back to this topic because I'm so fascinated by it across all these podcasts, is it's all about your love languages. Because we've all tried to communicate through these love languages, but we've all got two different love languages. Yeah. Are you aware of them? Yeah, is it like um, gifts is one and, and compliments is one and stuff like that? Yeah, exactly that. So words of affirmation, speaking, yeah. uh, your quality of service, so the actual services that you're doing, the uh, gifts uh, and physical touch. And so... A lot of us have been really good at communicating via messaging, but a lot of us haven't because we're used to going, well, look, we'll meet for a walk instead. And I think yeah. it's, again, coming back to that idea of coming out of a pandemic of how do we relate to each person? What is it about us that we're doing as that act of service? For me, gifts and that don't mean anything. I'd rather, I'd rather so just say, say something nice and say, oh, by the way, that was really nice what you did or something like that. So mine definitely words about uh, affirmation. But like you say, it's sometimes hard to get them out there when you can't meet up with people and stuff like that. So it has been tough, but 
I think the fact that we're talking about it and the fact that we're trying to do something about it and come up with other ways to maybe be able to support people is definitely a step in the right direction. The first thing is like the fact that we're coming out of lockdown now, it's going gonna, it's gonna to add a lot of anxiety to a lot of people because some people might not be ready to just jump straight back into the, into the normal world. So we need to be really aware of that and know that there's going to be a lot of people that usually you think would be the first person at the pub down for a pint and they're not there and that's the people that we need to keep an eye on and make sure they're all right and, and be like yes the world is going back to normal but it doesn't mean you have to jump straight back in like if you're happy with being at home for a bit longer and still communicating via phone via zoom then that's absolutely fine to do that and then that's down to hopefully the people close to you to try and maybe pop round and come for a brew and then try and get you out and, and get things rolling that way. And like you say, the, you can talk about it and you can, you can kind of communicate with your friends and family, but then I guess the next steps would be to kind of talk to these amazing charities that are out there and kind of come up with a, a solution to hopefully get it under wraps. And luckily with, with me being surrounded by my mates and my family, like my way that I controlled my anxiety was always exercise. So found my thing that helped um so it's just about finding that one thing that hopefully helps and kind of not gets rid of the anxiety but really kind of lowers it and again you mentioned those charities calm mind and the samaritans are really good places to go the samaritans if you are affected by anything you've heard samaritans.org.uk or call them 116123 jake definitely where are you like now in life how are you feeling I'm the best I've been in a long, long time. I've always been happy, but there's always been a little part of my heart that's been missing since I lost my dad and my brother. And since Leo's come about, I feel like that has been filled and that void's been filled. Um, and I'm just in such a, a lovely place at the minute, being at home with my family and watching Leo grow and every day he's doing something different and changing. I'm, I'm just really content with how everything's going. And, of course, there's probably going to be worries down the line and I'm going to worry senseless about Leo, I know that. Um, and then when things get back to normal, it'll be worrying about work and if I've got enough things coming up and stuff like that. But right now, this present moment, I am I'm really, really, really happy with how my life is. And being a dad has honestly been the best thing to ever happen to me. Um, I feel very grateful. go jake Crinkington, good things are gonna come and as he says everything happens for a reason my thanks to thoughtful there for allowing me to talk to jake Crinkington on skill and skill what an amazing guy jake is i just love that he really shows what it is to be a man in 2021 you've been listening to skill and skill with me johnny C. if you like we had please leave a review on apple itunes give it a five star rating and just you know share it with a friend or so because everyone needs a bit of jake in their life thank you so much for listening until next time thank you and goodbye
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.